0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys! Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs.
1: Let's ride with Clarence Hill, the four Worth Star-Telegram, John Bishota of The Athletic. I am Merely Newey Scruggs to help direct the conversation. Okay, gentlemen, a uh, lot of NFC East news happening since we last met. Daniel Snyder is going to get rid of the Washington Commanders for $6 billion. I'm so old I remember when they approved him. Right. It was during a um, owner's meeting in which L.A. And uh, Houston were buying to try to get expansion franchises. And out walks this little guy. And they're like, hey, he just got the Washington franchise by $800 million. So $6 billion. And then in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts has a new deal. Five years, $255 million, $179 million of that guaranteed. And this is something all Cowboy fans need to pay attention to because Dak Prescott is at some point in time going to have to get extended as well. So our thoughts about Jalen Hurts go, sir.
2: Good for Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know, here's a guy, and, we, and, and everybody knows his story, benched at Alabama uh, for Tua in a championship game, you know, transferred to Oklahoma, remade himself as a quarterback, picked in the second round by the Eagles, struggled as a starter, came into last season where people didn't know if he had a future. You know, and it was a question. That he has to prove himself. And one reason why most people picked the Cowboys over the Eagles is because the question of of about the Eagles at quarterback and for him to have the year he did, you know, you know, run up the MVP, take the team to the Super Bowl, uh, pro bowler, all pro, all of that, and to get paid his first year, bravo to him.
3: I agree with all that. I was just going to add that I think it's the offseason that they had a year ago, I think a deal like this will make it more difficult to do those offseasons going forward. Howie Roseman's great about adding talent you know, trades, things like that, signing guys. When you pay your franchise quarterback money like that, it's going to limit some of those moves. You aren't going to be able to have another offseason like that. So they do have a lot of draft capital, though. I'm not saying that. I mean, this Eagles team is is certainly there. um, But it's going to make it more difficult for them to maneuver a little bit. Um, But, yeah, if you're a Cowboys fan, this is – this is big. Like you tweet, like I tweeted out, and I know you did too, about how you know this impacts Dak's contract, and you get people talking about like, no, it doesn't. He hasn't been to a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, that doesn't really matter. It's just the next in line. <laughs> and, and I wanted to bring up this because I knew we would talk about it because I'm interested to hear your guys' take on this. Like, you know, I understand that some people look at it and like every day that goes by, they'll be like, yeah, no, no, no extension for Dak, no extension for Dak, whatever. I kind of look at it from if I'm Dak and I see that, I'm like, no, let's just wait this out. I want to see, I want to see Herbert sign. I want to see Joe Burrow sign. I want to see Lamar Jackson sign. Let this keep going up. You know, I, I don't I'm not necessarily like telling my agent, hey, we need to roll look, 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 he got fifty-one million a year. Like, I'm at 40 right now. I want to get fifty two No, I I would be like, no, 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 I'll play through this season. Let's see what happens, because that market's just gonna get crazier and crazier. You don't think like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, they don't see fifty one and they're like, I need fifty one. No, they see fifty one, they're like, I need fifty-five. So this is just the beginning of it.
2: Oh uh, uh, no, no doubt. But you know, I, I do like the fact that Nicole Lynn, shout out to Nicole Lynn, uh, Hertz agent, uh Universal Oklahoma, Delta, first black agent, female agent to, to sign a, the first female agent to sign a method deal like this, richest contract ever signed by a female agent. Uh, shout out to her, but they worked quietly. You know, there was no talk, there was no, hey, we're, we're starting negotiations, Hey, we're back and forth. Bam, this morning, deal done.
3: Yeah, but I think like with man. all that stuff, it's credit to both sides. And stuff no,
2: like I that. agree. So i I mean credit to both sides. Yeah, and maybe that's you know I know when we talked to Stephen at the only meeting, that's what he wants to do. He wants. Yeah. he doesn't want a public negotiation. They hey, tomorrow happen he now? Th- it may may happen tomorrow, can, right?
3: Can that can that happen now? with the
2: Cowboys? Because they like to because Jerry likes to talk. That's what much. I was going to say. It never happened. But uh, but getting back what you're saying, because I've had people tell I me mean, I talked to another reporter where I'm not paying Dak until he takes the NFC Championship game. You know, it's like so if. Hurts never goes back to the Super Bowl. Was, is the contract worth it?
3: Well, obviously not. But most of I, these contracts aren't when you look back know, on but, but it. I mean, whoever the best these, players are, you look back these, and they're getting paid well, for I'm, what I'm, they've I'm done already. i talking
2: about the Cowboy fans the people that put these arbitrary, well, yeah. you can't get paid unless you go to the Super Bowl or you go to the championship game. Right. That's that, that's we, ridiculous. We yeah. heard these things about
1: Tony Rom- and and people are trying to put these qualifications. Well, when you know when you, you know, Eli went to two Super Bowls, and Eli. Did, no, no, this is not how it works. I'm sorry, guys. Wait, well, because it's not a one man thing.
2: Right. It, it,
3: right. Number
1: one, this is this is like the housing market in Beverly Hills, and I used to <laughs> you know, drive by Beverly Hills all the time. And guys, I never saw a sign that said liquidation. Never saw a sign that said twenty percent down. No, they all used it for sale, and it was going to prices just went up and up and up because it was Beverly Hills, okay? And they, they weren't going to be able to make any more Beverly Hills. We're going to extend it. You wanted you wanted a house here, you had to pay the freight. You want a quarterback, and you have a good quarterback, you're going to pay the freight. And one of the things I consistently say to people, if Kirk Cousins keeps getting paid,
3: everybody else going to get paid. So, well, that's see, that's the thing. Like you talk about the housing market in Beverly Hills, there are there's just a, a large number of people that make really good money in southern california that if they can afford to live there they're going to live there and they're they're not going to be short on those options whereas the quarterback market there's 32 nfl teams there's not 32 franchise quarterbacks there might not be 20 franchise quarterbacks and so when you have one then you're just in that game that like well and when it comes up hey no no hey no one's forcing you don't pay him don't pay him and then, then see what happens. So, that, then go so, find find your next guy. See what happens. And, then. and,
2: and he will get paid by some else. I like the I like the other market analogy, because you live in Collardville, right? Mm-hmm. You know the difference between the houses in South Lake and the houses in Collardville? Yeah. I mean, you can get the same house mm-hmm. in South Lake the, the, or in and the and and the money's different. Mm-hmm. You know how so, many
3: minute drive are we talking between the two?
2: Across the street? <laughs>
1: very, very funny. Across the street. You have been to Dragon Stadium or South Lake yeah, plays? Yeah. The Grapevine Colleyville Stadium is right. It's across the street. It's across. the it street. It is across the railroad track. Yeah. It, is, it is literally there. I'm seriously less than a mile away. Man. No, it ain't even a mile, bro. I said less than a mile. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's it's not even a quarter mile. You can see it. You can see it. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
3: <laughs> I just remember when I came down here in like a like '11. I remember there was like that strike. It wasn't a strike, but it was a little bit of like mm-hmm. a lock. I Remember mm-hmm. the Cowboys were practicing? Like they practiced. When Mark
1: Colombo told guys, "If we, you no, know, not we're not talking." was we you' like, "What?" Frank, you're not even gonna be on the team,
3: <laughs> right? I mean, but wasn't it at Southlake Stadium? It was. It was. Yeah. yeah, it was the Dragon Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
2: So what I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, does does every quarterback have to be Southlake, and some of them be Calabio? Hey, man, look at that. I I just I just look at the. These
1: parameters where people you have to do X, Y, Z in order to get it, or, you know, or show me go to the Super Bowl, then I'll give you what you want. That's not how it works. It's it's just right. not how it works. Yeah. Hey, Joe Burrow's been to the Super Bowl, Justin Herbert's not, but you don't, but don't think for any reason that Justin Herbert's not going to get a contract that is very similar to that. Yeah, I mean, it's just not. It's just not and, how it and and fans and, don't
3: want to hear that. Too. Right, yeah. and fans just don't want to. They they don't want to hear yeah, that. My that. my big thing with all of that is, I always say is because I'll hear from. Friends and family that don't follow sports like we do, and uh, and they'll see a contract like the Jalen Hurts. I haven't heard anything today, but I, I'm sure I'll hear it from someone. I can't believe they make that much money. Well, at least you get to see what they do. Why do you care if the owner makes more money? The, that that the owner's not going anywhere. So why wouldn't you want someone that's on the field making the money? Like that's my, my whole thing about like why do you care that like that he's making all that money? He clearly stepped up his game. You know, last year going into the season that was the biggest difference. That's why most people picked the Cowboys to win the division it was because oh they got Dak he's better than than Jalen Hurts. That's what it comes down to better quarterback. Jalen Hurts considerably improved his game. Now he had a lot of talent around him, yeah. but he considerably improved his game. And and you look at the Super Bowl and the way he played even in that game. He He's arguably the MVP. He did. Uh, he, he did. No, no and,
2: and just to pick it back and what you said, I know we're going to get on to Washington in a minute, but it, it, it is funny because fans, working class people, we all saying, you have to earn this. You have to, earn, you know, you have to yeah. earn this. How? What did Dan Snyder earn? Getting going from seven hundred fifty million to six billion dollars, 800. I'm, I'm totally 800, right. $800 million
3: <laughs> I'm, 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 to $6 i I'm from Detroit. You don't need to tell me about people and, and, owning and and, and, it, and
2: and running it down. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's a lesser franchise now it, had, yeah. it, it a, was. He it had a list
1: of people trying to get season tickets. Yeah. It had a waiting list. Right, There's the no stadium way. is horrible. Everything, he, and he makes six billion dollars. Yeah. There's Tarp on the stadium. Yeah. You know, I mean think about it. every time we. I stopped going after the last time we were there. And I got rained on. The press I'm not going but yeah, this.
2: but that just points you that, that people, I mean, fans, you Cowboy fans will side with owners, side with franchises, over players, over money
3: all and, the time. And and I could even understand if you're siding with them, if let's say you're in the middle of the Brady-Belichick dynasty in, in New England, you're like, no, no, I'm going to go with what Belichick and what the front office is doing because they're going back to Super Bowls constantly. What franchise is really doing that? And to your point, they're all making money. Washington, Detroit—they're yeah. not doing anything positive, and they're just printing money this. over there, right? Nobody, and they're, they're, they're not—and they're not doing anything that makes you think, no, like, oh, like, well, look at the good work they're doing. They should yeah. be making more money.
2: Yeah, they're printing. Somebody's well, well, Dak doesn't have anybody to push him. He people are questioning his work ethic. Yeah, that is wild. I mean, it's, it's like he—he he just you no know, one's pushing him, and he just—you well, can say what you want about his game. You should not be questioning his desire to win and his work ethic. Go back to the Romo when people would – when they'd see him golfing. He should be working on football. All of that.
1: He, nev- he never missed the offseason workouts. Tony was always here. But this is the fan base that is here for the Cowboys. And then there's that fan base that no matter who's the quarterback, they're, they're not happy with the quarterback. I mean, I, I go back to when I, I got to cover the team. And people were mad at Troy. Aikman. I mean, even after he won Super Bowls, people were still just unhappy. But this whole premise, and you, what you talked about, Clarence, there's a certain section we always want you to earn what you get. And that's just not how it's not how it works. The quarterback game is if you have one, you're lucky. You don't have many. I kinda of go back into baseball. We talk about aces. Got thirty teams in baseball. There ain't there ain't twenty aces out there. I mean, they're few and far between. And some of the guys will have some warts, and whatnot, but if you got a guy that you can give the ball to, you're you're you're, you're gonna be okay. I feel like the problem for the Cowboys, and we discussed it last year. We were all out there training camp. This receiving core, not it. Right. And, and they they repeated the mistake that they made before they got Amari Cooper. They repeated that mistake. Meanwhile, what did they do in Philadelphia? They went out there and got Jalen Hurts some help. What did they do in Miami? They went out there and they got Tua Tungabailoa some help. Yeah. Uh, even when – and I argue this point – even when Peyton Manning was in Indianapolis, Go look at the record. What did he consistently do as the general manager? Bill Pulley, he kept drafting guys. Reggie Wayne, first-round pick. Anthony Gonzalez, first-round pick. Marvin Harrison, first-round pick. Dallas Clark, a tight end, first-round pick. Then he was putting, when he wasn't drafting weapons like Joseph Adai, the first-round dominance, he was drafting offensive linemen. When he went to Denver, what did they do? Hey, here's Wes Welker to go along with Demarius Thomas. And then they had uh,
2: the big tight end. They, they kept giving Peyton Manning weapons. Well, I'm glad you brought it up because – as we go back, last offseason, when there was the questions about Hertz, you know, because he struggled last year, 2021. His, his first yeah, year his he, first year starting. He, he struggled in 2021. Yeah. And there was a question about, about whether he was the future. Yeah. They went and gave him weapons. They improved that team around him, and he maximized all of that. Maximized all of that and then turned into the big contract. What did the Cowboys do with that? We paid y'all this money. We're gonna take weapons away, and now you prove you're worth that money. Expecting well, he'll make them better. No. That's not how it works. Well, and and, you, and, and and again, it's a great analogy because Dak and Hurts are more alike than Dak and Tom Brady and Dak and Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Dak
1: and Aaron Rodgers. And, and, and so
2: you need to put people around him to maximize. The, that doesn't mean he's supposed to get less money, but you're supposed to get, put people around him to help him maximize his potential as a quarterback. This
1: was a miscalculation as a management team. to under. Okay, all right, you want to take away Tyreek Hill? Yeah, Andy Reid knows Patrick Mahomes can go and make other players Exactly. Better. He can go make Juju. Smith. He's that. But there are not that many dudes like that in the game. It's just not. No. It's kind of like when the Rangers roll out Jake uh, Jacob DeGrom. There ain't a whole bunch of teams that can sit up here. Yeah, we got one of these. But There are very few. When that between. guy
2: four years 160, anybody with a brain knows he wasn't Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't going to perform like Patrick Mahomes. That's because he got a Patrick Mahomes like deal.
3: But also, you can't judge what they did with Jalen Hurts to with what happened with them with Dak last year because he got the contract, Jalen Hurts is just getting it now. So, nah, you no, know, we got to look forward to but that. The, now, at my
2: point is though, you, one point is they're similar. You have to put people around them. Yeah. You cannot take weapons away from yeah, them. Yeah, and that's why regardless they, regardless to how much money they're making. I,
3: I will say this: I don't know that it was a concerted effort to say, "Hey, we gave them all this money. Let's let's take away weapons and not give them anything." I think it's a, I think it like you said, it's a miscalculation that they thought they would get more out of Jalen Tolbert. They thought that hey, during the season, if this doesn't work out, we can make a move for somebody at the trade deadline like they tried to do for Brandon Cooks, and it didn't work out. And then they were stuck in a a spot where they are like, yeah, we messed this thing up. And then now you go out and try and get T.Y. Hilton. You try and go after Odell Beckham, and they miscalculated there. I feel like if it was 100% that they were just like, hey, you're making this right I don't even think you make the Brandon Cooks trade. You just are like, no, 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 Dak will lift it.
1: And
2: Gallup. No, I think they they, they they realized that they – I think, you know – just talking to Stephen Jones last offseason, when you were there at the owners' meeting, he said Dak can make people better. Yeah, he, he he said we know we're gonna need the quarterback to to make areas of the team better because they weren't they were they were less. We talked about them openly being having less weapons on offense. We yeah. felt that Dak could make up for it, and that's my. Yes, they started making the trades and doing that stuff during the regular season when I realized. That the moves they made weren't working. Right. But my point is, they went into the season thinking that yeah. Dak is going to make up for less weapons, and that's not the way to go. No, that was not. That was
1: the miscalculation. Here. All right, let's get our first break in here. Do they get a deal done with Dak Prescott this offseason? We'll dive into that next. We'll also get into the draft. Draft's coming up here uh, with John Machot of the Athletic, Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star Telegram, and New East Crisis the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com Radio. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
5: When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA, equal housing lender, credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend.
0: The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere Zero Turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator Utility Vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning the official Ag & Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more.
5: Back, back, back to back. Media Mash.
1: Here we are on a Monday. Talking Cowboys. traps is going to be next week. We're doing it with Clarence Hill, the 4-Star Telegram. John Michauda of the Athletic. I am Newey Scruggs. All-season program uh, started today. I, I came down here to the earlier podcast I did and saw people out here getting stuff done. And you brought up an omission that I need to think about when I was looking at players.
2: The first official day, the first official day of a Cowboys season, this, start, this is start, the official start of the new season without Ezekiel Elliott. No Zeke. He's still, he's still not with another team, but he's not with the Cowboys and Dak and everybody else is out here working, getting ready for the new season. This is the, the day after the Zeke era. Zeke I don't know if over. you
3: drive around that parking lot. Huh? If you drive around the parking lot, he's still here. You think he's still here? I'm just saying, like you look at, they still have all the the players' faces up on the on those light bulbs uh, well, yeah, and stuff just like just that. They still have them on. They didn't rush to take any of that stuff down.
1: They Gave the number away, They gave the
3: number. I'm just what, saying, he, we he live was, in an era where a player gets released, and the next thing you know, you got five people tweeting from Walmart that look look in the sale rack. All you know, all these jerseys are over there already. Like everything usually happens right. immediately like it, that.
2: It, it it does happen immediately, but. Uh, yeah our, it's our it's, it's it's I mean you know again this is off season change it's a new day and, and and this new day is beginning and you know and, and you know obviously Tony Pollard is still rehabbing but you know they they're moving on you know without Ezekiel Elliott and the rest of the Cowboys are here getting ready for the new season new offseason program new coaching staff these altered coaching staff new running back coach new philosophies new running backs coach everything else especially I mean offensively it's a big deal You know, because they're changing a lot of things that they've done in the past. And, you know, uh, let's see where it goes.
3: I do think it's interesting that on social media, you've been seeing all these pictures lately from Dak working out at his house and and Ezekiel Elliott's over there. I mean, I know that they're obviously real tight, but it's just you don't see that from a lot of other players when, you know, part ways with the team, usually, especially when you look at those pictures, a lot of them like Simi Fajoko, you know, uh, Jalen Tolbert, other guys that are on the team and things like that. So just it's interesting and it just it speaks also to, you know, that it wasn't that Dak was like when we we saw him at that, the Cancer hey, he, Foundation he, thing. He was visibly hurt. Yeah, he yeah that that certainly bothered him for sure.
2: Now nobody follows social media better than John McSheldon, so <laughs> I'm just willing to record show so that you see Brandon Cooks over there. That's why I'm. You stop seeing him and you seen Zeke not. in the pictures. But you haven't seen Cook. Now, let me know when you see okay. Cooks over there. I will. At Dak's will. house. Out. That's what that's what needs to be there. I mean, I love Zeke there. And and I think if Zeke had signed with another team, it would be different. He may not have been there, maybe with his other teammates or, or something like that. Especially on a day like today when most people are starting off-season programs and, and, and getting ready to do that. So Zeke is still you know, tweeting out his, his workouts. He's still working out with his trainer. For sure. and, and showing his, you know, he's still spry and, and got some juice. But let me know when Brandon Cooks is over there at Dak's house. So let me
1: ask this question because – I lived through this one, and it was very interesting how how it ended up working out to to, to the betterment of both players. When the Mavericks allowed Steve Nash to go to Phoenix, so now the team for Dirk is no more Finley. Best friend Nash is gone. Best friend goes and wins the MVP the next two years in Phoenix, puts us out of the playoffs. But Dirk became the leader, became the legend he is, but he had to lose his best friend. Was not happy with the organization. Heck, the head coach wasn't happy with the organization. When you say Dak is visib- was visibly you know hurt by his by him being there, do you think this helps him as he well, goes along his
2: I, journey? Well, I think the difference is, is that Dak is already the leader here, and I and I think I think to a certain extent Dirk was a the leader then because he was the. I mean, Nash was great. He was his best friend, but, but Dirk was the top pick. He was the focal point of the franchise. They were just best friends. And, and really, Nash didn't come into his own until he left. We didn't know Nash was going to be that player in Dallas. He wasn't that player in Dallas to a certain extent. So I think the dynamics were different. But does this help Dak? Yeah, I think it helps him to a certain extent because I, I think it makes him hone in. I think it makes him more focused. Not that he, again, I don't question his work ethic or anything like that, but we all could use a little more fire, a little more focus, whatever else. I think this certainly makes him more hony and he talked about that. At the thing we talked, we talked about, you know, this shows you he's not for long and everything else, and and, and so th- this makes him more hungry if there's a word I can say.
3: The only, only thing I I stop from comparing it to like a Dirk or Lucas situation is, no offense to the Dallas Mavericks, but. Are there – I mean, Dallas Cowboys quarterback. That's, like, the position that you want to be in all sports. Yeah. Yankee shortstop, Dallas Cowboys quarterback. So, at the same time, yeah, you can be upset, but, like, I can see, like, a Dirk being upset, especially in today's era being, like, you know, the big talks. Oh, you know, if they don't start building something good, Luca's going to want to leave. They could have said at that time, well, if, hey, you just got rid of Nash. Dirk might want to leave. No one's not trying to be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. So – Yes, he could be upset that his friend's gone, but it's not like he's going to be like, all right, when this contract's up, I'm out of here. It's like, nobody is doing that. Like, everybody wants to be the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. And they sec- just do. And
2: secondly, there's no expectations. I mean, let's be honest. Right. I mean, the expectations with the Mavericks, especially at that time, when they hadn't won, ever won anything, you know, we were just they were just happy to be in the playoffs and everybody was happy to have a team to root for when the Cowboys season was over. You know, let's go have a good time at reunion. Let's go have a good time at AAC. But the, the, the pressure expectations is not nearly the same.
3: No, but I mean, it is an interesting topic because it is a popular one right now in Dallas, the whole Luca, they're not... Yeah, no, no, of the and it just fascinates me. What, what you're saying, telling you right. is if he's on the Dallas Cowboys, they're not talking about, oh, we better put these pieces because Luca's going to want... Luca's not trying and, to leave the Dallas Cowboys if he's on the Dallas right, Cowboys.
1: This, this isn't about leaving. It's just about...
3: Uh, oh, I thought that's where you meant. No, like, no, oh, no. you don't want to make him upset. No, and no, no. He was, about, yeah, like... he was just no, talking about being you know.
2: frustrated if, if, if it's good for him Oh, I to take it to the next level like Dirk did, is what he said. And I think there's some... Part of that, yeah, you know, but again, as I think much
3: getting this team to a Super Bowl is his biggest motivation, yeah. whatever it takes to get yeah. there. He, he yeah. yeah, he'll be upset, and 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 yes, that's his good friend, and, and things like that. But ultimately, he wants that on right. his resume that he led the Dallas Cowboys, yeah.
2: And, and one other thing is that the reality of the NFL we all know it's not like basketball, it's not for long. I mean, when quarterbacks play longer than yeah. running backs. There was always there was always gonna be a time when Zeke was no longer part of this team and Dak was gonna still yep. be here. Yep. That, that, that's 100%. Always, that,
5: that that that's always that
2: that's always gonna yeah, was it, always gonna be the a, case. A, a, short, so that, that, a shorter shelf life. Yeah, yeah that that day was always coming. Yeah, you wanted to hop back into Washington.
3: Yeah, this is the this is bad news for the Cowboys. This is this is really ba- this is some of the worst news that's happened for the Cowboys in a while. And the reason I say this is because that organization in Washington has been dormant for a long time. And that is a, that thing can be quickly turned into a premier franchise again, but with the right ownership. And, and you don't want that in your division. You want that to be, like you said, man, there were years where that, they were on the schedule. Where you're like, I'm not going to Washington. The last thing you want is them to turn back into the Joe Gibbs Washington. Well, well Redskins I, at the time, Commanders. Now, you don't want that. And if you bring in Magic Johnson, a new ownership group that's trying to do things the right way, I don't know the last one was trying to do things the right way, and all of a sudden you get that going, do you want another really good franchise in your vision? It's better. As, as bad as things are on the surface for the NFL to have it, that the, the Daniel Snyder there, you would rather them be in that situation where you're like, yeah, well, we got them on the schedule twice a year. That's perfect.
2: Yeah, I mean, just because the Eagles, the way they're run, have become the best organization in the East. Right. For the last 10, 15 years? Back to the McNabb era when they won those four straight titles no one won back-to-back. I mean, yeah. they consistently, the Eagles have been the best team Yeah, because of the way they're running, because of the way they're running. Yeah, honing. been
3: the two Super Bowls, yeah. Well, three if you count the other down Yeah, guy, McNamble, yeah.
2: Uh, all of that, you know, and and where are the Cowboys? With Where's Washington? The talent, right? We're watching, the cow- my the, point is, hey, we the Cowboys
3: are the bright shining star at the top of the hill compared to Washington.
2: No, but we, we said we already know Washington Washington's. Dress. Washington has a brand we, we, that can be
3: one of the top again, teams, and they're performing like the Detroit Lions. I, I'm
2: with you. What I'm saying, we already know Washington has been trash. I'm talking yeah. about the fact that but the it's Eagles not just have being trash.
3: Up. I'm saying that they have the chance. I agree. They're an organization that couldn't be right. lifted that's, that's, up that's to a I'm high say. level. I'm agreeing with you well, yeah.
2: that the Eagles have already passed the Cowboys and how they run the organization and success. Now, yeah. a, a well-run Washington has a chance to do that too. Yeah. If the Cowboys don't get on the good foot, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: I don't know what role Magic will have here. If it's like the Dodgers, then then that'll be good. But if Magic is involved like he was with the Lakers, then Washington won't be good because Magic is an executive. He was not good. Magic Johnson, well, yeah. as a head coach, was not good. Yeah. So
3: I don't think they're going to let him take players, but he'll look, help them get a new stadium, so, and so that's going to be a great start. I'm looking at Josh Harris, who's
1: you know, with the Sixers and, and, and the Devils, and uh, those organizations are, are good. There's no championships. So we'll, we'll see. This is a hard business, um, no matter who comes in it. It is a hard business. And when you own multiple teams, the interesting thing is how do you manage? Because you're talking about now three teams in three different states. How do you manage it? How do you get it done? Who do you put in place here? The biggest issue for them is really getting a stadium, trying to get back into D.C., to get into RFK, right. which we all drive by as we go over there yeah. to the, the new place. Um so there's there's some financial things that they gotta they, they, they gotta get to and let's see how they do it and how the NFL works with them. Nobody in wow. DC, Maryland, or Virginia wanted to work with Dana Snyder. Right, but they wanted.
2: They, but now that they have new ownership, they will work with them. I right, mean, there's, they, there's they, been they, stories they, about they that. And 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 that's the thing about it. Once they will get a new stadium, that that's going to happen. It's it's just a matter of where. And the question is, who's he going to put in place as a GM to run his franchises? I mean, you talk about him running, but he has a good GM in Philly. With the Eagles, I mean, with the, with the, with the Sixers, they put it together. They 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 they're doing okay. Who, who are you getting the credit to, Maury or Maury Brand or Maury? Okay,
1: okay. Uh, and what's, what's he won in his lifetime? Uh, I mean,
2: everybody can't win, but the, 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 they. I just they, think it's funny because I mean, you keep thinking that everybody. Like, I, I mean, got a, I got a graph. I, I, I got a I graph Gerald, in my. I think everybody can
3: win. I just think Daryl Morey is uh, a really overrated guy. I'm okay? just picturing this graph in my mind with all of. I don't really follow the NHL. So it's in my mind, it's all the MLB teams, all the NBA teams, and all the NFL teams. And you guys are talking about being critical of where Philly's at. Philly, at its worst, is in the middle of all of that. Washington is so far at the bottom. Even if they get in the middle of the pack and you're the Cowboys, you don't want that. Now every every time you play them, it's going to be at least decent. That, that used to be—I mean, I've covered the teams since 2011. I'm going to tell you this right now. Other than that year with, with uh, where RG3 went off, I never looked at that as ever like— we serious with this? Is this a real rivalry? What a big game. I told my bosses multiple times at the Dallas Morning News that if I could not go to one road game, it was Washington, and they would be like, come on, John, it's a division game. You got to go. I go, it's awful. They suck. Nobody wants to go there. I think those days are gone. I'm not saying that they're going to turn into uh, one of the top teams in the NFL, but if you even get them into just middle of the pack where you're just like, yeah, they're a solid run team. I I mean, maybe, maybe they go to get a Super Bowl team like once every 10, 15 years or something like that that is tremendously better than what it's been the last 20 years.
1: We'll see. And I say that having watched the Haslams take over the Browns and Jimmy Haslam was with the Steelers is a minority yeah. owner with the Steelers and these people thought, "Hey, we're going to get a guy who's 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 studied under the Rooney's and he's going get- to It didn't go that way uh david tepper was also a minority owner with the steelers and people in carolina think hey man he's been with them and we'll have some we'll have good coaches hadn't turned out that way
3: so i just say don't you think there's more energy though in dc to get a team going than there would be in cleveland
1: i'm just i i i'm a guy when you say that i tamper down expectations because it yes this guy was bad that you had It can't – I don't – Yeah, historically bad, yeah. Okay, I don't think it'll get worse. No. But but at the same time that, hey, is it going to be just so much better? I mean, Steve Ballmer comes into L.A. and fans are thinking, man, this guy's the richest dude in the world. We're going to have all – the Clippers have – they're Are better than they're, they, the
3: better, they're the best. They've been in my lifetime. They're the best they're, team in LA right now. They're, they're
1: better. They're, they're better than than they were in the right. they, they got down building. They get down building. Right,
3: because the guy at least cares. Right,
1: but the winning and the things. That, it's
3: yeah, hard. yeah. Don't don't it's get hard. what I'm saying twisted to thinking well, that I'm saying that they're about to be one of these top ten okay. NFL teams. No. I'm saying that if even if they're in the middle okay. of the pack, now all of a sudden you're just like, damn, we got two games well, against them I, I where those about, used to be a layup. But that's It's hard. It's hard to win. Exactly. It's
1: hard to win. All right. We'll chat more. So much to talk about here with Clarence Hill, John Michaud. I'm the This is the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com.
0: The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for bailing, United Ag and Turf
4: Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Lil Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet! You're Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non fungible token.
5: something deserves a Dr. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future.
0: Media
1: Mash. Billy Scruggs along with Cowboy Insiders. Clarence Hill, the Fort Star-Telegram. He's John Mishota of The Athletic. Cowboy off-season program starting today out here at the Star. Got a new play caller. He'll run the ball more.
3: What are you doing? I'm starting my
2: off program, too. Oh, yeah? I'm starting my stretches. Don't hurt yourself, man. Don't hurt yourself, man. Don't hurt yourself. I mean, it's been a, it's been an off season to change. I mean, just you know, just starting from the, the, that that Forty Nine ers loss, all the coaching changes, Mc, McCarthy getting rid of Kellen Moore and installing himself as a play caller, and it's just from that point on, you you the, the the trades for Gilmore, the trade for Cooks, the departure of Zeke Elliott. This is a new day. New new season
1: for the Cowboys. Happen. I mean, change. This the National Football League is about change. It is, and I don't know about you guys. I'd always felt that Mike McCarthy wanted to call plays, but in order to get the job, Jones is like Kellen Moore. You had to let it ride until you get to the point in time where, hey man, if it's gonna be, you know, if I'm gonna not be here, I'm gonna be here going down calling my
2: play. Do you trust him as the play call? Do you trust that they will be better offensively? Because I think the biggest part of the decision is that we are a defensive team. Defense is the best part of our team. We're going to rely on our defense. We're going to get better on defense. We got Gilmore to strengthen this defense.
3: I don't think, though. I, I honestly don't think they'll be better. I think they'll be close to what they were. And I think that it might pay off some dividends in the playoffs. Maybe. Maybe I, I just think of his experience. That's probably a positive when you get to the postseason. But I don't think that Mike McCarthy takes over the offense and all of a sudden you're just like, well, why wasn't Kellen Moore doing all this stuff? Like, it wasn't like it was a bad offense with Kellen Moore. It's not like he's taking over where you're just like, man, this thing was a, it was a dumpster fire. They had to move another direction. So I don't, I just, I know I'm, I'm also one of these people where in pro sports, I probably lean a little bit more towards the players than I do the coaches. Because at the end of the day, like, when you're a Dak Prescott and you've been playing as long as he has, like, you're on the field. You're the one that's got to get it done. You know, you're CD Lamb, you're Zach Martin, you're Tyrese. Gotcha. You guys got to get it done. So, you know, they're going to he's going to run plays that are best fit for guys that he's been around for several years now. So, I don't know that statistically it'll be a better offense, but I don't think it's going to be I don't think it'll be bad. I think it'll be probably be pretty solid and then I, at the end of the day, even if they don't win as many games as they did last year, it's going to be judged on what what they do in the playoffs. And so, his experience in a playoff game calling plays uh, that could be a good thing. I,
1: I'm going to go to the Jacksonville game, which we were, we were both – all three of us were at. And so here are the Cowboys up 27-10 to 10 in this game. Then Jacksonville gets the ball three plays. They go and score. So now it's a 21-17 game. Cowboys get the ball back. Two plays, eight yards, one minute and four seconds off the clock. Jacksonville gets the ball back. Touchdown in four plays. Cowboys get the ball. Three plays, four yards, 206. Jacksonville gets the ball back. Touchdown. Now they're up 31 27. Cowboys get the ball. They go 13 plays, 75 yards, seven minutes and uh, seven seconds. They're now in the lead, 34 31. Cowboys get the ball. I mean, Jacksonville gets the ball. They fumble it. All right? They fumble the ball, and Dallas is up 34 31. And then what do the Cowboys do with that? Because at point in time, you and I are down no, there together thinking, well, okay, yeah. they got this done. Yeah. Three plays, no yards, 27-second drive. And then, of course, we know Jacksonville went down there, got the field goal, then they won it. In over- and for me, and, and you go back and kind of do some of the play-by-play at the Green Bay game, that's where I think Mike McCarthy points to about Kellen Moore. And yeah, people like, well, they were top-ten offense. This, this kind of stuff, situationally, you can't have a – got a lead. We can't have a three-play drive. But that takes off no you, time.
2: Did, did, did Pollard play that game? Jacksonville?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the problem in that game was— Zeke
2: was hurt.
3: Yeah, the problem is the that, cornerback. that the other corner spot was bad. Right,
2: you, but but they knew that. they, yeah, that's experimenting. That's why they were scoring so quickly. They were yeah. experimenting on yeah. defense. I mean, they talked about it. They were on defense, getting ready to play. To Newey's
3: point, though, if you run a little bit, you have yeah, a little bit get, more success, get a couple first downs, yes. you're, out, you're out of there. You know. Okay, so that—, that all right. You, I you, just hate judging stuff like that because it's like, huh? okay, then that's the act like, okay, so there were no games that they won because of Kellen Moore's game plan? You know what I'm saying? Like So I just think it kind of probably evens out. Like So, yeah, you can sit there and say, yeah, if Mike calls the plays against Green Bay— calls Against. I just talking about game situations. Right, though. right, right. No, and I get that. But I'm just saying that. But then also maybe you're losing some stuff that maybe Mike doesn't want to do that Kellen does that helped them win a couple games, you know? Maybe. I but, think they're going to be right about what they were last year when the regular but, season ends.
1: So for me, the thing that I find ironic about Mike and how Jerry finally got to this point is, remember when Wade got here? Wade went not calling him defensive plays. Brian Stewart was. And he's like, well, I brought you here to do this, so you do it. Why wouldn't you – you've brought in a guy who won a Super Bowl calling plays. Why would you not want to do this other than there's still this we don't want to let a guy we think is the next Sean Payton get out of the building. Um
3: when I, you say why, are you talking about from Jerry's perspective yes, or Mike's? Jerry's yes, Jerry's perspective of, of, of why. It, I can t- see being sold on the whole, like, nucleus sense. going back to the friends thing, uh, you know, with Dak and Zeke, the whole, well, you know, we've had this together, and this has all kind of been a culmination of Dak continuing to get better, continuing to get better. I feel like it was a Dak thing, that, that Jerry thought it would be best to, uh, hey, let's just keep building on this. Him and Kellen are close. They see things similarly. Let's keep building on this. This is going to get us over the top.
1: But why? Okay, this is okay. Yes, I want this, but I'm not bringing in John in to do what John does. Yeah, that's that's it's, it's in business. Right. he wouldn't do that. I well, think, but
3: but but this is
1: what they do, and I think they I think it
3: hurt. But I think he also felt like, hey, well, now we got this guy in Mike McCarthy who has been to the mountaintop. He has an offensive background. He can also help Kellen take him to the next level that maybe. You know, he maxed out what he learned from Linehan and Garrett. And so now you bring in Mike McCarthy. He can add some more stuff and then, to your point, maybe but, become what he
2: thinks he is the next the Sean Payton.
1: He was in the lab in the barn in Wisconsin. He was yeah, I mean, it, stuff, it, it, it,
2: it didn't make any sense. And, and, and I hear what you're saying, and, and that's what Mike said. You know, they had to yeah. thing together. But, it, but, but, but to Noe's point, you're bringing Mike here because he's a Super Bowl winning coach. He was a Super Bowl winning coach as an offense coordinator head coach and you're not bringing him to do what he does best. Yeah. And and he's comparing it to Wade. You bring Wade in here because of his defensive acumen. He's one of the best three, four defensive coordinators on on, in, on the planet, and he comes here, and Brian Stewart's calling plays. He's not calling plays. That's That doesn't make any sense. It, it, and and there is a little bit of sense, though, because,
3: again, you mentioned the business side of it, him operating in the business side, of say, aside from football in his everyday life, Jerry Jones. Um, I could also see him thinking that over that – Period with Jason Garrett, that he might have felt like the walk-around head coach was more of the way to go. We can disagree with it, but I'm saying I I'm I'm wondering, or I'm not wondering. I bet that that well, he felt again, like this would probably be a good idea.
2: Again, that's the problem with Jerry, though. You know, yeah. because he he he's so wishy-washy, right? And, and, and absolutely, so the problem is that you don't decide what's best for your coach. You you know, yeah. you you let your coach do his best. True, and and that, and that's what he's trying to say. You don't decide. Well, I, you need to be walking around that. Yes, we are, we we believe, you know, no one wants to say it out loud. And and certainly uh, Mike McCarthy will say that I wanted Kellen here. But we're sure we know that Kellen was here at the behest of Jerry Jones. Denver,
1: you know what they're doing with Sean Payton. Come on in here, call these plays, do what you do. And how many times have people looked at the coaching records of Sean and Mike and talked about them being kind of right there in that the same, same realm way. and same Super Bowls? You know that, that that's that's the thing I didn't get. And and anyway, it's just it's just stuff that hey, it's it's the Cowboys and how they operate. We know that Jerry is is he likes having certain guys around and he pushes for certain people. And as these coaches come in here, sometimes we see some of the same um, assistant coaches. We see some of the same staff behind the scenes. And I just feel like. Mike McCarthy was brought here and he comes and goes, oh, I was going to hire Kellen Moore, da, da, da. I just feel like he just told us something that sounded good. Because if I'm bringing in a guy who's coached, who's been able to coach two guys that are Hall of Fame level and win a Super Bowl, I want that guy, go bring me that secret sauce. You get a, you go cook this meal. Don't tell me, man, Kellen's cooking. I'm going to just give him some mushrooms. I'm going to tell him what to do. You cook it. You go
3: give me what you've got. But maybe maybe like when you say about the Sean Payne thing, maybe he was more dug in on that as opposed to maybe Mike McCarthy wasn't. It doesn't sound like Mike McCarthy was as dug in on I'm calling the plays immediately. Yes, it was part of the hey, I want the job, but also the fact of I'm sure he was fine with kind of like, Well, I'll be more of the overseeing everything. I'll bring okay. in things that I learned from Green Bay, so, uh, you know, where I was just focused on offense and I can add in a little bit more. I don't think that he came in saying like well, no, I want to be calling the plays or I don't want this job. That, I don't think that conversation ever ha- would if, even happened.
1: If North Turner would, had been more like, hey, all right, Jason can call the plays, I think North Turner would have been the head coach in Naioh Phillips. Because okay. remember Jerry had already hired um, Jason to call the plays. It's just I, I, just, I just find it very interesting. If not, in some ways, I don't understand why you would go about your business that way when I want to bring in a guy who does what he does. You know, if I'm bringing in John Bichota to sit up here and cover – I'm not going to ask you, John. hey, John, go cover the Stars. I said, hey, John, go cover the Cowboys. Is what you do. I want you to do what you, right, do I'll you do. right, give you another perspective on this. You, right.
3: take over, you take over play calling right away, day one. You don't have success those first three years. Bye. You're out. What? But you have kind of a buffer when there's somebody else there. It's kind of like when people step into a situation. Like I'll give you Sean Payton. We'll use him as an example. The quarterback's the same way. You think if the, everything doesn't work with Russell Wilson, that they're going to be like, yeah, thanks, Sean. See you later. No, he'll get another chance. They'll let him draft a quarterback, so well, he gets a long yeah, but, tenure.
2: But, but, but you don't go in thinking you're going to looking at a negative, thinking that I need this buffer in case I don't win. I mean, well,
3: no, 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 I'm not saying that you're. I'm not saying you're going and thinking like that. But I'm just saying that it's not the worst plan. Also, the fact that if he didn't think that Kellen Moore could do the job, then I don't think he would have taken it. I think he felt good this about Callen being the offensive coordinator, too, though.
1: This is a guy who didn't get the Jets' job or the Browns' job and was already out of here. This, at some point in time, you say what you need to to get the job,
2: right? And he said that. Yeah. He said that at the press conference. I told Steven I watched every right. play for last for year, sure. but, I, but I didn't. For sure. <laughs> All, right.
1: All right, we got to get out of
2: here. John showed always appreciate the
1: conversation. Stay with you, Claire. I did too, watch man. every play this last year. This is Media time. Mash. I'm Newey Scruggs. We'll talk to you next week.